0: Welcome to Your Gut Companion Podcast, where today we will be exploring Ehlers-Danlos syndromes in GI patients. We are joined with founder Dr. Michael Epstein, who is an Annapolis, Maryland principal physician at Digestive Disorders Associates and fellow in the American Gastroenterology Association and the American College of Gastroenterology. He is founder and president of the Maryland Diagnostic and Therapeutic Endoscopy Center, and in 2010, He started investigative clinical research, which performs a broad spectrum of trials to advance the treatment of disease. Welcome, Dr. Epstein. The first question I have is, what is Ehlers-Danlos syndromes, and are there different types?
1: So, yes, I'm glad you asked that question. Ehlers-Danlos consists of a number of different types of inherited diseases. It's a loose term for a variety of conditions, but the most common is the classic type or the hypermobility syndrome. In both of these, there is a marked looseness or hypermobility of joints. In the classic type, the skin is also very elastic or stretchy, where in the hypermobility type, the skin is often normal or nearly so. And there are other different kinds of Ehlers-Danlos
0: as well. What GI conditions can be present in a patient with Ehlers-Danlos syndromes? And what is the most important priority for a gastroenterologist seeing a patient with Ehlers-Danlos syndromes?
1: Well, there's a wide range of conditions that can be present. And it can be confounding and difficult, as often these conditions occur at the same time. For most of these, the treatment may be similar to those without Ehlers-Danlos. But often, the usual tests that we do are negative or more difficult to interpret. We can see things like gastroparesis, which is slow emptying of the stomach, or even too fast emptying. We can see malabsorption, uh, difficulty eating, gallbladder issues, constipation and diarrhea, all in the same patient, and occasionally mild or significant incomplete bowel obstruction. The most important and common thing to keep in mind for the treating physicians, is that when Ehlers-Danlos patients have symptoms referable to the GI tract, they nearly always have an organic or real cause for these symptoms.
0: Is treatment for non-emergency GI problems the same for a patient with Ehlers-Danlos syndromes versus a patient without?
1: Yes. In many cases, the treatment is the same or similar, but there are no good controlled studies that show that patients with Eller's danlos should be treated any differently than other GI patients in terms of actual treatment. However, it's important to understand that there may be issues that are not easy to diagnose, such as leaky gut syndrome, malabsorption, bacterial overgrowth, and the disordered functioning of the autonomic nervous system. The problem that we see in patients with Ehlers-Danlos includes dumping syndrome, where the stomach may be emptying too rapidly. The gallbladder may be dysfunctional even though you do not have gallstones. Uh, And as we already mentioned, there may be small bowel bacterial overgrowth. There also tends to be an increase in the possibility of gluten intolerance, either the celiac kind or the non-celiac kind as well.
0: What are some of the precautions a gastroenterologist should take when seeing a patient with Ehlers-Danlos?
1: Well, first and foremost, uh, a very thorough physical exam is very important. And to be aware that when you're doing procedures on a patient with Ehlers-Danlos, you have to be careful not to put traction on the limbs, not to use force on any joints, to use spinal stabilization, extreme gentleness, um, avoiding anterior traction of a laryngoscope, Um, keeping the patient's head in a neutral position uh, and also being aware that uh, patients um, may have slower healing. So uh, if you do any suturing, you need to make sure that you uh, uh, don't have any tension in the uh, sutures. Be aware of easy bruising and bleeding. It's important to be liberal treating post-operative pain and discomfort in patients with Ehlers-Danlos. They tend to also have cardiovascular instability, which is blood pressure that goes up and down. So it's important to add a liberal use of IV fluids, and that can address this problem. And these are all some of the things that doctors need to be aware of.
0: Thank you for taking the time today to discuss Ehlers-Danlos syndromes with us, Dr. Epstein. If you're new or returning to Your Gut Companion, learn more by following us on our social media or by exploring our website at dda.net.